Hey, this is Brad Williams with Over 40 Fitness Hacks. Thank you so much for listening to our show. Uh, My actual day job is a personal trainer and online personal trainer. And if you like what you've been hearing and need help and need help with accountability uh, with your workouts, uh, please see the podcast description for my email and reach out and uh, see if we can help you out and get you to your fitness goals. Other than that, enjoy the show. How's it going, everyone? This is Brad Williams with Over 40 Fitness Hacks. I have with me my new season co-star, uh, Mr. David Grant. How's it going, David? Good, good, man. Welcome from our, welcome, hello from uh, Stuttgart, Germany. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for being on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. I think podcasts are pretty wild. It's cool how we can uh, basically, I mean, yeah, it's the cool side of globalization, right? <laughs> absolutely. Let's, well, let's transition to our next topic. Uh, uh, before we started the show, you were you were talking about you know the four main things to look at as far as overall uh, fitness, um, as far as uh, how it relates to pain and staying pain yeah. free. So I wonder yeah, if it's yeah. perfect for my over forty audiences. You know, as both of us are over forty now too, kind of a, dabbling in this this realm of sure. <laughs> injuries sure. and pain and everything. So I'll let you uh, go kind of more in the specifics. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm 40 right now. I turned, uh, for, I turned 41 in the year of 2022. So Germany says a little bit differently. They, they talk about the year you turn the age up. So oh, I turned okay. 40 last year and uh, I'm, I've never felt better. I'm on average doing, cause I'm dancing so much. I'm a big salsa dancer for everyone out there. Doesn't know, not like a professional. It's just like my hobby. <laughs> and because dancing, you know, uh, in steps, I've got this aura ring that always counts my steps. And uh, on average, because I'm dancing three, four nights a week, two hours, usually courses, I'm, I'm hitting around 20, 25, 30,000 steps a day because it's counting, you know, Europe, you walk a lot, right? You walk to the bus, you walk to the train. I walk to my office, I walk around, whatever. And then I have all the dancing. And sometimes I even walk to the dance studio, which is a 30 minute walk and, and back. And what I've recognized is, you know, I used to say, and this was going to be our topic actually, is your muscles are not weak for the most part, I would agree with that, but sometimes clients come in and actually their muscles are weak. And that is the problem. I think we over-focus on this idea that everything seems to be weak. We have a, you know, a, a professional athlete that can squat like, you know, 200, you know, I don't know what 200 kilos or something ridiculous. And we yet somehow think his internal rotators on his hip is weak and he's yet sprinting. He's, he's doing everything. And so sometimes I think we over prescribe this weakness category, but yeah, to, to answer your question, you know, I, I, I joke and I, I won't say the word just because I, I don't know if the, the, what we're allowed to say here, but the joke <laughs> is, you know, I teach people how to uneff themselves yeah. and the four things I focus on four and a half, if you will, is one, we look at movement. I mean, you know, if, if you're, you're not moving correctly, you're going to obviously hurt yourself. And so we need to teach the education of movement. If someone's heel striking when they're running or they're not heel striking when they're walking, we need to educate them on how to move. And if you think of your corporate attorneys that buy the most expensive shoes out there and become joggers overnight, because now they got the time and the money, that's a disaster because running is a skill. And so is jogging. So is walking. And so you got movement, You've got mobility, which in my definition, mobility is like manual massage, basically you do to yourself. So tennis balls, foam rollers, you know, if uh, your shoulders are shrugged up because you're, you know, you've got some stress and you're not paying attention and you're doing some, I don't know, when I used to do my math homework, my shoulders would kind of raise and shrug. I don't need to do a stretch 
to get them to drop down. I just need to be A, aware of it, movement, B, almost aware neurologically that there's tension there. So if I were to take a, you know, somebody would have massaged me there, or I would to do a tennis ball exercise against the wall or something, I would automatically drop my shoulders down. So that would be mobility. Mm-hmm. Stretching, I like to say positional stretching. So let's get you in a position so the body can find the tightest link, if you will, versus you trying to guess what it is. You've got, then you've got strength. Yeah. Are you able to do the exercise you need to? And I, a lot of times in the shoulders is where I see a bunch of the mothers I work with, no offense to the ladies out there, but I, I, they have shoulder pain and I will put them in like a push-up position. They don't need to do a push-up position. They just need to get in the position. And right away, you see this arching at the, 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 you know, this kyphosis in their, in their back. And they're searching for this, this tension somewhere else where it's almost like they're trying to put bone on bone and like ligament on ligament because they don't have the strength in order to hold a good position. And so that is where I'm like, oh, okay, well then maybe the mobility and stretching, especially if they're very like hypermobile, we shouldn't focus on that. Maybe then we need to look at their strength. So to recap the four, it's movement, mobility, strength, uh, movement, mobility, stretching, sorry, strength. strength. And then the fifth one is kind of like a joke where I just say, if those four things don't seem to fix the issue, then maybe you've got like a tumor in your shoulder or you've got like bone cancer. And I don't want to joke about that too much. Yeah. Yeah. Or you just need an MRI and something's torn. And and I don't want to joke about bone cancer or anything like that, because maybe your listeners have that. It's not a funny topic, Mm -hmm. but the point is it's going to be the smallest percentage of the population. And so if we can rule that out by someone getting an MRI, an X-ray, seeing a doctor, ultrasound, CT scan, sorry, we say them differently in German, then we know that's not the case. And then we just need to find out from the four that I mentioned, movement, stretching, mobility, and strength, what one the person is lacking in and what the ratio is. Maybe someone that's hypermobile, they're 90% weak, and that's what we need to focus on. Maybe somebody else is a little bit of a different ratio. And when we start to play with those four, like, four pillars, if you will. Mm -hmm. I mean, that is what makes someone broken. Because at the end of the day, I believe the default of the body should be healthy, healthy, happy, and strong. And if it's not, those are four slash five great categories to start with. Yeah, that's awesome. And and you know, I I talked to uh, numerous different people about athleticism, and I still like putting it out there to my audience that, you know, when we talk about athleticism and everything, it's not just for high-performing athletes all of us at any age, all the way to 80 years old can have an athletic, fully functioning body. We don't need to be playing sports. So all those four pillars you just mentioned can even be outside of the, you know, the sports world too. So everyone should be mobile, stretched, all those things. I'll go one on top and sorry to, sorry to cut you off. I'll go one on top. I don't even basically have any athletes anymore. I have Jacob Johnson, the dude that just went to the Raiders uh because he trains with the strength coach that i work with because he comes from Stuttgart. oh but other than that, my fantasy team <laughs> was that? i had him on my fantasy team. yeah really huh? yeah super cool guy very 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 nice guy and uh completely fluent in english obviously you hear that when he speaks but also also german so uh very great guy and um yeah but other than that man i'm literally working on i would say 45 plus year old um, contractors. So engineers and things like that, that are working for the military over in Germany. So Americans or their wives or kids. 
I don't work with athletes really anymore. I always joke and say Germany doesn't have any. Yeah. So I just, yeah, I mean, so so for the listeners that are listening to this, I'm doing this so I can go to the salsa club after and dance yeah. a few hours. And I got three hours of salsa class tomorrow and I'm training for some men's solo team or whatever. And so for me, man, I just want to be able to dance, have fun and and, and, and be not broken. And, and I'm 40. So I just, you know, what I learned works for me in those four pillars. I just, related to my clients i related to my people on instagram and youtube and uh, and i always hear the feedback and, and just try to optimize it so i can you know always create that that a, a better template a better formula yeah that's awesome how, how about uh over here in the states uh, we're you know from the personal training world we're real big into the functional movement screening the fms how did you guys use fms or just kind of so yeah or? but yeah 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 yeah, for sure and you know what i think um got what was it what's his name again uh tom not tom cook uh greg greg, greg, cook, I think, right? greg cook right i'm going blank on it I, I think he's a really good guy and i think his view in everything is fantastic but the one of the one of the things that I and it, this is nothing against him. This is just something maybe that your listeners can re, re, like pay attention to next time they do it. Is what I've always thought was interesting is someone will do something like that and nobody's ever. Every time I see it, I'll speak from my own personal experience. Yeah. Nobody ever pays attention to the person if they have shoes on and if they have shoes off and if they keep the shoes on and the shoes off the first and the second time. So maybe things have changed, but every single time I've seen it, I've been at some of the biggest academies in the world and they're do it and the athlete might have their shoes on. And I'm like, yo, that those Air Maxes have a nine millimeter, 12, 13 millimeter heel, heel drop in them. Like, okay, fair enough. But then when we retest it, we need to make sure the athlete has the same shoes on. Yeah, because I mean, we matters, all know yeah. with the squat, yeah, the Achilles is the, usually the linchpin for everybody. And so I, I see those things and I get what they're trying to do. But the problem is we're coaching someone how to do the functional movement screen. And I think with that, it's we're, we're going at it with a limited knowledge on what we're trying to see. So I'm not against them. I think it's definitely good. If somebody would could create something better, it would be yeah. out by now. And I think that's where it gets a bit difficult. So we see it sometimes here, but I think more and more and more, we're starting, the, the therapist and the trainers are starting to kind of create their own version of it, just because they also see the 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 holes, the, 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 the problems with the actual screen stuff. Yeah. Well, I think it too, for at least the personal trainer level, you know, before you get up to physical therapy and the higher stuff, just having something some knowledge and start from somewhere that's good that there's you know a certification like that and of course once you get more into the industry experience is key you know meeting yeah. other people finding and seeing those holes and then you you know create your own programs well i think the other thing that's nice about the functional movement screen and yeah of course i'm you know kind of giving i'm being i'm being hard on it yeah. is also <laughs> what you know what i recognize when i used to speak with the trainers and when i speak at the university with the high school high school kids with the college kids sorry uh, is, you know, you, you, I remember some trainers would go into the functional movement screen and they would come back out and they'd be like, wow, I never thought I would enjoy that education so much. And I'm like, oh, really? And then he, that same guy might go do an Olympic weightlifting certification and be like, man, that is totally not me. And yeah. so a lot of times I enjoy the certifications for the, for the students or for the personal trainers entry level, because it's like, it is literally telling them what their passion is yeah because many of them don't know it no, and yeah. if they're like oh that was amazing yeah that was a little bit boring i'm like then listen to what your body is that listen to yeah. what you're telling yourself Go to a different field. <laughs> yeah or 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 lean in in that direction right 
Yeah, because I mean, like you said, personal trainers can totally specialize. And if someone's like, man, you know what? David said that thing about the shoes. I never thought about that. It's common sense, but you know, common sense is not always common practice. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. And you know what? He's right. I'm going to lean in hard on the functional movement screen and learning about the body. Well, somebody might, might be like, well, I was a sprinter in high school. I got great mechanics. I want to help kids sprint. And I think that's cool because then people can truly get passionate and understand that they can really lean in on what they enjoy because then they're going to learn more. They're going to be better at it and they're just going to enjoy their job more. Yep. That's the, and that's the main thing too. Yeah. It just morphs into that. I think uh, so. I think so. I mean, look at you with your podcast, man. How did that start? And now, and now yeah. look at you, right? Yeah, if I would have told you 10 years ago, you're doing a podcast, <laughs> you would have told me to go, you would have told me to take a hike. Yeah. No, going from, you know, three gyms and trying to go that route and scale and that breaking down and COVID happening. And then, you know, then I just started the podcast two years ago and I really didn't start pushing it till not even a year ago, like nine months ago. And like really got into it, really enjoy like interviewing people. And now it's like a passion of mine just doing this. So. Well, when we, when we met the first time about having this, I mean, I, I noticed it right away. I was like, yeah, so I've got this podcast. I don't really know what I'm doing. And you just, you lit up. You're like, oh, so if you want to do this and if you want to go that way. And it was just, you, you saw it right away. Yeah. yeah. And I guarantee if I'm like, hey, what about working at a gym? I'm sure your level <laughs> of like energy would have just like plummeted. Yeah. Like, so ah, I mean, yeah. I think- yeah, exactly, exactly. So I think so many times, I mean, just in life, right? There are, are it, it, the writing is on the wall. Our, our body, just like with pain, you know, I always say pain is just, you know, the language of your, your, of your body trying to tell you something needs to change. So like, don't take ibuprofen and unplug the, you know, brake light actually, or unplug the check engine light, actually check the engine and see what's yeah, wrong. Exactly. But it's the same thing with conversation. Like, I think if any good parent were to just listen to their kid and when he lit up about something, he'd be like, well, hey man, we should probably lean in that direction exactly i hear you well so david uh how how can my uh audience get a hold of you do you have a website or any social media links that you usually use uh, that you can throw out there for them yeah for sure so my website is um I'll, I'll tell you the confusing one, granttrainingsystems.com. but luckily i was smart enough to buy the domain unbreakableback.com so that is much easier to memorize so unbreakableback.com would be my website it's got all my offers about me a free call where you can chat with me about how i can help you it's called the learn more call as you probably can tell from the last hour i'm not much of a sales guy i just like to talk um, and then my, my Instagram handle is probably the other biggest one. I've got 23, 24,000 and that's rehab GTS and GTS stands for grant training systems. So rehab GTS and, uh, both, I would say those two platforms right now are probably the, yeah, the website and in, in, in Instagram are, are the biggest I've got right now. Okay. Awesome. And then uh, my audience always know, and I say this every single time, but I'll, I, I always throw those links in the podcast description so they can just click on it too. So if you're listening, don't worry, you can go back and click right on there and get to uh, David. So uh, David, I just want to thank you so much for being on the show. This has just been awesome and, you know, love what you're doing. I love doing my job and this is just great getting the word out there. So uh, appreciate it. Yeah, no, it's been a great time. And like I said, before the show started, man, I got some interesting guests I'm, I'll, I'll pitch it to. Yeah, because they're all, I think a lot of us uh, really value um, uh, what you're doing, right? Because I mean, running a podcast is, I mean, we all listen to them, right? Uh, but we don't all do them. 
So I think there's, uh, for the first time, mutual respect on both sides. I mean, if you think about like CNN and MSNBC, I think any, yeah. anybody has respect <laughs> on the other end. People are there for themselves on both sides. And so I think, yeah, what you're doing, man, my hat's off to you. I think it's awesome. And I'm more than happy to be, uh, you know, one, a one hour, one minute and 43 second part of it. Awesome. Well, I can see your feet moving. I know you got the dancing feet. Uh, yeah, yeah, going, man. So. Yeah, I think people are waiting, right? <laughs> So, yeah, thanks uh, once again, and uh, we'll get you back on the show uh, uh, sooner than later. Yeah, cool. Perfect, man. I'm always around. All right. Thank you.